Today's text will be from Acts 13 and 14. And I picked these verses as a rather long two chapters for one sermon. However, that encaptures what we do together in Japan and beyond. So I picked several verses from Acts 13 and Acts 14. And I want to challenge you to listen from the text. First of all, I want to read from chapter 13, verse 1 through 3. In the church in Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Siren, Manaen, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Let's go to chapter 14, verse 27 and 28. The journey of Paul and Barnabas started from chapter 13 and then end at chapter 14. 27 and 28. On arriving there, they gathered the church together and reported all that God had done through them and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And they stayed there a long time with the disciples. I want to go one verse back to 26. From Athalia, they sailed back to Antioch. The name Antioch is here. Chapter 13 says, at the church of Antioch started. And then chapter 14 says, at Antioch, everything is finished for the first mission trip. Don this morning told me that the, the worship could go a little beyond quarter to but it seems to me I have enough time. If the clock is right now, 10-7, I try to wrap up my sermon within 25 or 30 minutes. As I told you at the beginning of this worship, it has been three and a half years after we saw you. If some of you may remember what I reported last time, and also what I challenged you last time, you may remember that the China things was on the floor. Around that time, I was planning to go to China for a vision tour. But the, the home office had rather difficult time, financially speaking. And they asked me to cancel the trip. And then, already we made reservation that time. Cancellation fee would be $6,000 because already six persons 
reserve the tickets and so on. So I would rather go to China, even though the home office said no. And then the problem was the funding, a little bit of funding part. So when I visited last time, Faith Church, I challenged you. And thankfully, the congregation knew. And several of you gave offerings toward the vision tour. And the vision tour we did. And then now the home office want to build up the ministry more upon that tour. So this Acts 13 and 14 is talking about a church in Antioch. Sometimes you may think, we may think that, oh, Antioch Church is not faith church. But remember, we are in the same tradition. When the Antioch Church started about 2,000 years ago, we continue to carry on the mission of God's kingdom. So, I want you to think the faith church as a part of Antioch tradition. And I want to pick several things from this text and ask you to think about whether faith is like Antioch. I believe so. But you have to convince yourself based on the word of God. From verse 1 through 4, I can summarize this way. There was Antioch church who was very faithful to the Lord. They served the Lord faithfully. And then one day, God appeared to them saying, set apart these two men and send them out. And church fasted whether the call was from God. And then they realized that, yes, of course, the call was from God. And they set apart Paul, Saul, and Barnabas. Interesting thing is, in verse 9, chapter 13, the Saul's name became Paul. So, Saul disappeared. And Paul began to work of the Lord here. It's rather strange to say that the Lord sent them out. Of course, the Antioch church sent these two men out. But the text says the Lord sent them out. I believe that this faith church, when this faith church sent people away as ambassadors of God's kingdom, I think God is the one who sent them out. They set apart Barnabas and Saul. The text says, 
for the things that the Holy Spirit commanded to do. The church never had their own agenda. The Antioch church knew what the Holy Spirit wanted them to do. Answer me. Is faith church like that? No answer I can hear. Is faith church like that? Yes. We should have confidence. If, you, if we hesitate to say that, we have to re-examine ourselves. There was Antioch church. God called them to do something. And church fasted and prayed over that call. And then they set apart these two men, the best men of the congregation. Who are the best leaders of this faith church? If one day God told you, the congregation, you know, those two best guys, you have to send them to China. Are you willing to do so? No, China is not really a developed country. They don't need this kind of best qualified people. They need it here. So we can send second or third rank people to China. Antioch Church didn't do that. Antioch Church was able to hear what God told them to do. Verse 3 says specific things, three things. They fasted, they prayed, they laid hands on them. And they sent them out. Let's go to, and then in between verse 13, 4 to 14, 25, these guys, Paul and Barnabas, Saul and Barnabas, had finished what they were commanded to do. And then verse 6, chapter 14, 26, they returned to Antioch. Exactly like us, my family this morning, we returned to Faith Church. And church was gathered together. For what? For two things. One thing, to hear the report. To hear the report. The other one, to give thanks to the Lord who has opened the door to the Gentiles. This morning, can you put the slide up? I'm going to report what we have done in three years, last three years. And Misug and I, sent by the World Mission for the church, for church planting work in Japan initially. So we started as church planters. And then our work moved from church planting to leadership training. 
So this slide will cover three sections. When, I go, when we go there, we go with your prayers. When we go there, we go with your support. Why? We believe that when you pray, what you ask God for is what God wanted us to do. So even, even though you don't go there, you are there with us. When we visit many churches, when we meet many Japanese and Korean-speaking Chinese in China, we tell the story of your church. So, we do church planting, and then leadership in Japan, and leadership in China. By the way, I remember now, I have the, the mouse remote control things here. I was thinking of why he didn't turn the next page. <laughs> Sorry, the, the, the word is not clear to me, uh, to you, I think. The first missionaries from World Mission to Japan were sent in 1951, about 61 years ago. 27 church planters built 46 churches. So in a way, in a year, one church was built and then organized. Many people think Japan is so slow. But can you tell this one and say, oh, it's too slow? Can you make a church in a year? <laughs> and then 12 teachers like here at Timothy School, we have Christian school in, in Japan. And my three children studied there. We are very, very grateful for the school. Because the school was taking care of my children. It term is rather strange. But when the school helps my children, we can focus on the work of the church. Many more people served as volunteers and associate missionaries and partner missionaries and so on. And all these years, 61 years, Christian Reformed World Mission has worked with Reformed Church in Japan. Misuga and I have served in three congregations, and two of them are graduated and then organized and one is working now. And this is 46 church planting ministry. And building dedicated in October 2003. And there were 21 baptisms in that small congregation. When I put this one, all of my children told me that, Dad, don't put that number in. And I asked why. And they answered, most Americans don't understand that one. <laughs> 10 years, 21 people? That's too slow. That kind of concept. But most people 
in America never understand fully what that means. So I said, okay, I can explain to them. <laughs> so when I, when I took vision tour teams to Korea, in one year, we, saw, we, uh, we went to a church, and the church has 100,000 members. In a church, 100,000 members. And the church has many baptisms, so the church doesn't want to have baptism every time because when the baptism is there, the worship is not really going well. So they, they decided to have two baptisms days per year. And then we happened to be there in their autumn baptism day in the evening. You know how many people were baptized in that evening, one evening? 500 people. And several pastors standing in front and people flocking into and then laying on hand and pray and the next person and keep going. About 30 minutes. And then we went back to uh, the place where we stayed with the Japanese team and the Japanese told me that, wow, Reverend Go, we saw wonder this evening, but you know what? We, the churches of Japan, could never been like that. Could have never been like that. And I asked why. With 500 members, we could have five churches, probably more, 10 churches in Japan. And then I, I explained to them, saying, okay, let's think this way. The church has 100,000 members. And let's say they have two baptism days per year, and each time they have 500. That means a year, they baptize 1,000 people. But how about the ratio? 100,000 per 1,000. That means 100 Christians bring one Christian to the Lord a year. And we go back to the Japanese situation. I went back to mention about the Japanese church. Let's say I have a small congregation in, in Tokyo, Toyo Senkyo, only 15 members, 21 for 10 years. That means two people per year. The ratio is 7.5 per one. In your thinking, who did more? Who is the best one? <laughs> Korean church and Japanese church. So I, I encourage them to see that vision. How about faith church? How many new believers last year? Speak to me honestly. How many new believers last year? Hundred? Twelve? Then how about the ratio between the members of this church and the new believers? So, in this small congregation in Tokyo, we have 21 baptisms and three children's baptisms, and six professions of faith. 
and we work for the Lord. And we all remember Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Jesus commanded to his disciples, go and make disciples and teach them what I commanded to do, everything what I commanded to do. And the home office, we will transfer this Toyo Senkyo to Reformed Church in Japan at the end of this year. And I want you to remember this Toyo Senkyo Church so that they may continually grow in the grace of the Lord. And then second part is our leadership ministry. Goal for leadership development. We are there training Japanese. It's easy to say a Korean missionary is training a Japanese. But now, if you are keen to political things nowadays, you're going to know what kind of battles going on between Korea and China now. I mean Korea and Japan now. In that situation, it's hard for a Korean missionary to teach Japanese Christians or Japanese leaders. But the Lord, miraculously, has brought so many Japanese leaders to us so we could continue training them. The goal is to teach faithful brothers and sisters so that they continue to offer these trainings to others. This is the Timothy things. If you believe in Jesus and then stop there, and then this Christianity will stop wherever you are at that place. However, if you believe in Jesus and bring what you learn to others, this phase, this journey will continue. We are here. Why? Because there were so many faithful brothers and sisters who were willing to come here to share the gospel. And we see the same vision here. Vision Tour 2002 started taking Japanese Christians to other parts of Asian countries. In Japan, after 150 years of mission work, still less than 1% of total population is Christian. So, when you say God is almighty, in word, they say God is almighty. But after 150 years of work, still less than 1%. Can you still believe that God is almighty? You, we pray continually. God never answers to our, prayer, to our prayers. Let's think that way. Year after year, you pray. No answer. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Can you continually believe in the Lord in that situation? It's not easy when in Japanese churches. So, Misuk and I try to 
show them different picture. Why Korea churches in Korea are growing? Why the churches in China are growing like wildfire? We believe in the same God. Don't you think so? In America, you believe in one God, and even though in Japan they say they believe in one God, this one God could be different. Yeah, maybe in other religion, but in Christianity, we believe in the same God. And then we could question to God, why God is working mightily in Korea, God is working mightily in China, but not in Japan. Why? Those kind of questions. By thinking about that way, the Japanese Christians are encouraged and returning home. And they began to, they began to participate the trainings that we offer copy break training, Sunday school teacher training, and TLT training. And these pictures, not only they learn from us, they commit themselves to be leaders. And continues. Timothy leadership training. One of the Great issues, great problems of any charities. We learn too much. We learn too many things, but seldom practice what we learn. That's the problem. And Timothy training is helping Christians to do what they learn. If we do what we learn, maybe the church will be much different. And the participants of this training, they are committing to spread this training to others. They translate these texts in Japanese and in Chinese. God opened the new doors. Isn't that the text says? When Paul and Panabas returned to Antioch, and give, gave report to the church, and then give thanks to the Lord for the door, for the new door. Here, very, very strange things. The soldiers. Japan doesn't have a regular army. They say self-defense ministry kind of things. But let's say soldiers. Soldiers are coming to us, teach us how to study Bible. Even though the number is very small, the movement has started by God. And the other part, the last part, we do work in China. And China is huge, just like India. And one point, over 1.3 billion people there. The, the size-wise, China is the fourth largest nation on earth. And then there are 56 ethnic groups. And the other thing is China shares her border with 14 different countries. How many countries does the United States 
share the border with. Canada too, Canada and Mexico. If we think Alaska, then probably Russia too. If we see, think the Pacific Ocean, then probably Japan too, right? Very small. However, China shares her border with 14 different countries. If we train these Chinese brothers and sisters well, with the vision that we have, with the vision that the Holy Spirit has, they could reach to those 14 countries easily. China is very difficult now. Getting tighter. Misuk and I traveled to China in March. And then I traveled alone to China again in June. And the embassy of China, Chinese embassy asked me, you, you visited China in March. Yes, I did. And in three years, why you want to go to China again? That way. However, we do whatever possible things we could do. The small Bible in, in, in my palm there, that's Korean Bible in small size. We try to smuggle that kind of Bibles from China to North Korea. And leadership ministry among Korean-speaking Chinese, there are 2 million Korean-speaking Chinese in, in China. And we, we train them. Not just God's family. You, with my family, train these men, these brothers, and these sisters to be witnesses of God's grace. And uh, the small thing, I realize now, I probably put less words now. <laughs> in my computer screen, everything was so clear. But in this screen, everything is so. <laughs> but remember that. Face Church and Go Family are working together in Japan and in Korea and in China. Here. Progress. In three years, God has gathered a lot of faithful brothers and sisters. I want to show this, the picture, this map, and then stop here. You know where is Japan now on the map, right? Uh-oh, I didn't touch, but... You know where is Japan, right? And where is Korea? Korea is somehow at the center. <laughs> and then China, that part. The red cross means our work. The places where our work is taking place. With your prayer, with your support, we move this much. We visit China regularly. Twice a year. Each time about two weeks. Offering trainings. And help them to see the big picture of the world. To prepare the last day in a way. And I offer training 
Misugi and I offer trainings in Japan, so many different places. All these things are happening because of your prayers and your support. Let's go back to the text again. And I, I will summarize. Acts 14, 26. They gathered to hear what God had done with them during their trip. The text didn't say they, what they did with the help of the Lord. A strange, the, the opposite side. It, the text says what God had done with these feeble human efforts. God changed their weak and their feeble effort into mighty things. And God accomplished what the Holy Spirit envisioned. And we are doing together for the world. And then, third one, it says, they reported that God opened a new door. God opened a door. There are many doors. God is opening continually. And remember, you, Faith Church, and my family are working together for that. 